Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. Now, we've given a ton of coverage to autonomous cars, which are undoubtedly the future for no other reason than it could theoretically reduce one of the leading causes of death to zero. But because of the imperfection of the autonomous systems, but more importantly, the unpredictability of human drivers, fully self-driving vehicles have been slow to deploy in larger numbers. But what about an arena, the sky, with no pedestrians and no other vehicles aside from low-flying planes? Take all that unpredictability out of the equation, you have a much more attractive prospect, which is why uh, autonomous air taxis have gained so much traction as of late. And here to discuss that is Professor Naira Hovakimian from the University of Illinois' Department of Mechanical Science and Engineering Department. Professor Hovakimian's L1 Adaptive Flight Control System has provided maneuverability and safety in airplanes, and as part of NASA's University Leadership Initiative, Hovakimian's new project has established the Center for Autonomous Vehicles in Air Transportation Engineering. Professor, thanks for joining us, and it's an honor. And before we discuss your new initiatives, can you briefly summarize your L1 Adaptive Flight Control System and how it improves on the performance of human pilots? Yes, good morning, and thank you for having me on your podcast. Certainly, I can describe how the L1 Adaptive Controller improves the performance of airplanes. L1 Adaptive Control Architecture is a particular robust control architecture that has guaranteed performance and robustness uh, a priori, proven theoretically, and we were able to validate those in um, uh, aggressive flight maneuvers that are prone to accidents. I'm sure many of you have heard that when the airplanes go into stall, they lose the aerodynamic lift, and they can just go into rolling stability and crash. What L1 Adaptive Controller was able to demonstrate in such scenarios, that it could hold the aircraft stable so that the pilot could get the extra needed time to put the nose down and recover from such conditions. Uh, the most impressive feature of it is that our theoretical guarantees were verified in a large number of flight tests on subscale transport aircraft model on Learjet and F-16. All right, and could you elaborate on why exactly when we see the wider deployment of autonomous air taxis before ground-based autonomous vehicles? Yes, yeah, sure, because uh, it's, of course, um, uh, a conviction. Uh, it has yet to be proven, but we believe that it's a lot easier to deploy autonomous aircraft than to have completely self-driving cars because uh, the self-driving cars have a lot more unpredictability because of pedestrians, because of obstacles, because of different things. If the cars do not have the stability challenges that the airplanes have, uh, they have a lot more uncertainties in terms of unpredictability of the environment to deal with. For airplanes, stability is a challenge as once you have uh, flight-tested proven architectures with robustness guarantees, you know the types of winds or disturbances they can tolerate. So once you start, you have your guarantees. Uh, the unpredictability in the air is a lot less in that sense because you don't have the human pedestrians, you don't have the trees and the skyscrapers and <clears throat> lots of other uh, things that on the ground it makes very uh, uncertain and unpredictable. Somebody jumps behind the building in an unpredictable way. Um, there are other cars passing very close to you that the drivers may not watch out for the safety distances and so on. Okay, so your department received a $6 million NASA grant to help establish the Center for Autonomous 
Vehicles and Air Transportation Engineering at University. Could you discuss some of your goals with the new center? Sure, happy to discuss. So it's a $6 million grant uh, awarded to University of Illinois jointly with MIT, Georgia Tech, University of uh, Nevada in Reno, and uh, North Carolina A&T University in North Carolina. So uh, the $6 million grant also has two industrial partners, that um, Sierra Nevada Corporation and Lockheed Martin. Uh, so what these industrial partners do, they help us to do technology transfer. So the $6 million budget is a budget for three years, and every year the $2 million goes and gets distributed between all these partners to collaboratively address some of the uh, challenges in autonomy of um, um, self-driving uh, some of the challenges of autonomy in urban air taxi. The particular focus, focus of this <coughs> ULI is to enable uh, verification and validation of this L1 adaptive control architecture that are already flight proven, uh, augmented with learning enabled components. What we mean by this, uh, there are machine learning tools that we are integrating with L1 adaptive controller that would help us to quantify the uncertainty that can help with better planning, better optimality, and better performance. And to do real-time verification and validation of these methods to make them really flight-proven <clears throat> for long-term deployment is the main focus of this ULI. Sounds good. Well, I guess at the end of the day, the mainstream viability of air taxis comes down to cost. So do you foresee air taxis being a common mode of transportation for the general populace or more akin to private jets, in, in other words, the domain of the rich? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, yes, I believe that in the beginning, the air taxis will be the rich man toy. Later, it will become popular, like we saw what happened with Tesla cars. In the beginning, the the only available models were for 100,000, and I believe when the air taxis appear and somebody wants to own one, it will be in that price range. But down the road, we see the Tesla models becoming more and more affordable and the diversity of these models and so on. The same way, the air taxis will also go through price drop as the industries will try to scale the technology. Excellent. Well, Thanks, Professor. On behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy and have a great day.